0: My hair looks literally wet because I've put oil in it for the past four days so it's gonna look so good today but I look like an Italian man right now. I need to wash my hair before I go to work today. Your hair looks clean. Is it not? It's
1: like you know when you lose your curl like three days after your initial wash and it's just kind of like and kind of dry and then your tops is sure. a little greasy so I just either really need to work with it but I just feel like I go into work more confident when I, I just go into life more confident when I have clean hair but we're talking like seven hours clean hair not immediate clean hair my hair needs seven hours to get to what I need it to look like
0: it, it truly has life back in it when you wash it like it just it, like literally is living organism again
1: and it like smells better And there's like a bounce to it And it's bounce, I mean not that it's my the bounce hair smells bad But I just love the smell Of like my shampoo conditioner And it's just
0: like I don't, Dirty feel... hair doesn't really have a smell I feel like That's not true That's one thing that doesn't really Like I don't think Have you don't think ever it smelled does. The inside of a man's baseball hat? Okay That's a dirty guy's hat I'm talking about like Women's hair Like four days Not washed It doesn't smell bad It doesn't smell bad It doesn't have any smell to it Maybe I would know. I wash my hair. But maybe once a that's
1: because, yeah, maybe that's because we don't like daily. But you're like a clean person. I assume there's a spectrum. But you're, you're. I mean, yeah, I don't really know. I shower every day. Hair. I
0: shower like if my if my crotch isn't clean, that's a different story. Like it's my hair on my head.
1: My crotch, <laughs> my crotch is washed twice daily.
0: Yeah, my, my crotch hair is washed twice daily. Once every
1: moon cycle.
0: <laughs> also throw a wipe in there too, ladies. Like gotta always have Not those like- honest wipes at hand
1: those aren't like the douche ones though because you're not like supposed to douche you know that's bad right don't tell me this is gonna be breaking news for you
0: douching douching is bad okay i don't douche but i am a douche i don't douche though did i ever tell you that time i bought my mom i bought my mom a douche bag for christmas one year when i was fighting with her i made her unwrap it um but yeah i wrapped a douche bag from the dollar store and gave it to my mom and she um unwrapped it and no this is my mom and honestly this is why i do love the woman she literally looks at me and goes yeah i'll use this thanks like (laughs) dead ass wasn't mad like we literally what did your mom get you for christmas
1: that year or like what what she
0: she got me i actually literally remember she got me keep in mind like my brother got like a new cell phone like all this shit i got a what i thought was a camera lens but it actually was just a coffee cup um, it was a coffee, like a coffee cup that looked like a camera lens. And it was like a Canon one. And I have a Canon camera at the time. And I was like, oh, I like my jaw dropped. I was like, oh, she bought me a lens. And then it was just a coffee mug of a camera lens. I, I didn't know that that's what you got that year. I was actually referencing um, the the other
1: thing she got you that was like specially a made. Blanket? Yeah.
0: Yeah. She actually sent a pillow to my sister for her new house that said um, a daughter of mine, something something along the lines of like, a daughter holds a special place in my heart. And I like was FaceTiming my sister. It's a massive pillow too. Like it's not even a throw. It's like massive. <laughs> it's like so big. Like I don't even <laughs> well, know. Well, daughter's a, a
1: long word to put on a pillow. It is true. <laughs> like- it is
0: very long. I have like a 15, 15- I have a 15 foot blanket. So like we clearly understand that to hold myself in the trauma but at the same point in time my sister was like what do i do with this and my mom facetimed my sister um and they were talking and apparently the pillow was like in her closet like in the back corner and my mom was like is that the pillow and my sister was like oh my god like what is it doing over? It? <laughs> oh. <laughs> what <is> it do- <laughs> oh no what is that <laughs> how did that thing get stuck in the corner over there not again it's, like a, it's, it's actually like a really weird thing in my opinion to send it's weird to me like it's weird that you're not acknowledging that why would i want this blanket that's that's the only weird part to me i don't think it's weird to send your daughter a blanket of this but it's weird to think well that i mean I it's it's the type
1: of blanket like you and your mom are
0: tight as fuck it says i have it right here honestly it's right next to me it says <laughs> it's literally to the right of me like say less it says oh my god unwrapping it brings a does your mom food. listen to this <laughs> no there's no way She said that she was going to listen to this last podcast that I was a guest on. And I literally spoke about parental issues for about an hour. Um, Okay. It says a daughter is a blessing that comes from above a special and beautiful treasure to love. (laughs) Snuggle up.
1: And you guys, the font is like, it's, it's like half comic, like six inch. Yeah. It's comic sans, six inch per letter. Like, it's, like, it's bold. So like, it, it like that phrase, it's not, like, s- like, simple and neutral in the corner. It's, like, that is the blanket.
0: Like- it's big. But also keep in mind there's floral, like, a very big floral design. But it's also very evident that this is not handmade. It's from China. It looks almost like there's a plastic sheen from it. It doesn't look handmade, but it's supposed to look handmade. It's probably, like, an so Instagram another- ad got her, and she was, like, oh, Grace will love this. She's a big a big um insta baddie like my mom she loves the social media um world she's the first person to comment on you know anything that I do and she'll be like mom checking in does she have post notifications turned on for you you think I I think she just has nothing else really doing throughout her day like she works like twice a week so she can just like doesn't really leave the area so I mean you got time to be on the socials you know what I mean
1: at mm-hmm. least she's,
0: like – this is the one thing I do have to say. At least she's just, like, oozing positivity. Like, she, even if she's not feeling it, like, she's literally there hyping everybody up. Like, it's like she gets paid to hype people up on their, like, Facebook posts. Like, she's the first person to comment and be like, amazing, love the kids. Like, you're killing it. Like, a paragraph. So, it's, like, definitely, like, a place where she feels a sense of community, which social media is cool in that sense where I think she doesn't really like to travel or, like, leave the house. So, it's a place where she can connect with family you know, and still feel like less anxious. So, I do think social media is cool for that aspect. Um, but yeah, yeah, social media. Clip in that's really wholesome. I do. This was actually wow. the only, the only green
1: I wore so for St. Patrick's Day, and it's funny because, like, I put this in my, I Pat- put this in my hair yesterday. I guess it was St. Patrick's Day yesterday. I just learned that. Um, post St. Patrick's Day, uh, I put this in my hair, and it's funny because. I had literally made a Snapchat being like my most asked questions from people when I'm working are like, "What's your name?" and like, "What'd you say?" like that kind of thing of like, "What's your name?" Um, and also like, "Are you even old enough to bartend?" And it's like, yes, I'm old enough.
0: You look look twenty seven years old. Uh, see, people don't think that. I I, look twenty. Maybe
1: like without makeup on, but like I don't know, people like are mystified that I'm twenty seven. Uh, and i was like oh you know what this actually kind of makes sense like i am wearing why a butterfly clip that's
0: okay that's that might bring you to 26 in my opinion the butterfly clip right now i think i'm pretty good at guessing women's age i think men are the ones that are so off with guessing women's age it's just what the age they want you to be it's really creepy but it's in um they say the age that they want you to be like you that's actually a really interesting thought so keep keep I I, I've noticed that my whole life like I remember when I was like definitely started hitting puberty and I was like I was like 21 like guys would look at me and be like there's no way you could be in a bar because they wanted me to be younger than that and I could sense that from them or it would be like you must be because we're having an intellectual conversation and they wanted to pursue me that they'd be like you must be like late 20s huh and I'm like "Mm, 21 20 like I know that I can sense so that. So either you're mentally an age
1: guys point. wanted you to be older because of your mental or younger.
0: Yeah. Or younger because Ew. they just want to fuck me and they're creepy.
1: I just want fuck. It's disgusting. Yeah.
0: So either way, men men tend to I've noticed that. And also I feel like people do that sometimes too with like what they well, want to me, me to it, be, like with astrology. Sometimes well, I notice people just being like, You must be a because they want you to be that, because we're getting along. Do you see what I mean? Um, like it's that sense yeah, of but I well,
1: at least on my end, it's like oh, this actually like makes sense. Like there's just like strong characteristics where I'm like, oh, are you?
0: A, well, you're probably a, being rational about it. I'm talking, yeah, you're but being like, wait, oh, fuck, you're being what you're, was, you know Sagittarius of you.
1: What was I just gonna say? Oh, I was gonna say that. Um, it's interesting though because like when it comes from women, it sometimes seems very condescending. Like, the tone is, like, are you even old enough to bartend? It's not, right. like, joking. That is it's condescending. It's, like, you
0: stupid bitch. Yeah, like, like, how could you even serve me alcohol? Because I'm so grown up, and I've been drinking margaritas for seven years legally.
1: <laughs> like, are you even allowed to drink on the prescriptions you're
0: on? Yeah, literally. You Can you even put that fucking cup to your mouth with all that Botox, you dumb cunt? Oh, let me guess. You need a straw for your lips. I've been so hyper aware of, because my friends, like, two of these girls, they, like, do their thing, they just love getting new, like, a facelift, this new fucking eye lift, this new fucking chin sucker, and it's like, you know what, they all make a bunch of money, so it's like, if you want to fucking do that with your money, whatever, but um, and they do it and like the Botox that they use, I didn't know any of this. I literally were sitting at dinner last Sunday and I literally was educated on Botox injections, like filler that I've never even understood. I thought it was all just bad for you, but there's a type of filler. If you spend like 300 more dollars, that's actually good for your skin. It's like all natural. Like actually, and I was looking it up and I was like, okay, they're not bullshitting me. Um, but it's very expensive. So you're going to do it all in the points of your face. It's like an extra $1,200. Um, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. And that's just like what you would do every three months. Besides the fact I'm like, I can't even imagine like I'm just gonna hit the fucking squat rack and eat fucking leaves. But at the same point in time. Um, yeah, I mean, It does make a difference though. Like she doesn't have eye bags. Like one of my friends, like literally doesn't have eye bags. My
1: forehead. I sent i sent a snapchat this morning and I literally started going like this and was like, Oh my god, like should I?
0: Yeah. Like my face, I I went to the bathroom. Like I didn't want to be toxic about it, but I went to the bathroom and I lifted. I know, dude. Like I have deep like (sighs) and I lifted I lifted my face and I was like, Oh, it does look better. I was like, Oh Yeah. Wait, I go. Oh wow! Like I, yeah. Oh, like it looks better. Like I I look incredible like
1: this.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I was like, oh wait, like I like not having bags under my eyes. And I looked at both of them. Dude, they didn't have bags. They don't have bags under their eyes. They get these things to like remove the bags and then suck the fat underneath their chin. And they're both like skinnier. Okay, here's here's
1: here's what I will say about the fat removal stuff: is you need to be very careful with that. Because when all I these girls going so. in, well, but it's not for, not necessarily like for the reasons I guess you would instantly think of, like not that it's like a dangerous procedure, like the recovery, like those mentally. are all very valid mentally as well. I, I didn't even consider that option, but no, like when you age, that's a fat reserve, your buccal fat pads and the stuff that's all right here that's what's going to keep your face looking young as you age that is your backup source of like facial nutrients basically so to have those removed (laughs) by the time you hit like 40 50 that's why you're gonna have that very sunken like 60 70s look because you've removed your like backup collagen fat source the the
0: fucking cigarette cocaine to look
1: fucking five years younger or whatever you know to like I don't know, just learn your angles. I still have a double chin in all my pictures. Like
0: I know. I was on a this fucking for one. And I fucking work out me well. Like it's just Me too. And like I'm I'm like a, a relatively thin person and I definitely like I definitely have that. And like I don't care. Like I'm just a person like I've truly learned to just I think growing up with watching my sister have like an eating disorder and I think I was presented with a lot of friends and being on a lot especially track. I don't know what it is. If you are on a track team and you're listening to this, please reach out to me of what the theory is behind this, but track girls have the highest, track and gymnastics have, like, the highest levels of girls with eating disorders on teams, and I don't know if it's because of, like, you're around each other so much and you're competing with one another, like, you're kind Which of competing with one another. Which is interesting
1: because you would, I mean, as an athlete using your body that intensely, Like you would think you would be like fueling up like the understandings of nutrients creating muscle and fuel. You know? Because that's 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 what it is. You need to be eating if you're working out like that. You want a PR. You had to.
0: You have strength strength in your body. Yeah. You you literally if you're lifting four days a week and you're running seven days out of out of the seven days a week, sometimes twice a day. Going to school for eight hours doing homework. Like think of everything you're doing. You need food. Like I would make I would freeze fucking burritos, dude, as just like the fourth meal of the day for me. Like I would have a, just a burrito in the freezer and then bring it with me in my backpack and use a microwave on campus somewhere because I'd be like, I'm starved. But I would just notice that there'd be so many girls throughout my life that that didn't, that I started utilizing. And like, I'm really blessed for this though. Like I just like, I fully looked at these girls like hating themselves so much. And I was like, I can either choose to do that. Like that I'm vis- like viscerally seeing. And I know I don't have this problem yet, but I could develop it. That I would looking at them and I'm like, their lives and their mental health issues are spiraling because they don't love themselves and they look beautiful. You know, they look beautiful. So I can just, I literally blindly, even when I feel like shit, I'm like, I look great today. I look good today. Like there's nothing I can do about it. Like this is, this is my temple to the universe. This is all I offer to the world is like, I mean, my personality in like who I am, but like, I can't change any of this. (laughs)
1: <laughs> no, you you can't change any of it. And the fact that you just used the word world, I've been like writing some things I wanted to circle back to because I feel like we're just talking double chins. We're talking photographing. We're talking, you know, feeling better about yourself in terms of like the real world versus the social media world. And I feel as if in the real world, you're not necessarily comparing yourself. Like it's it's more, it's easier to kind of like compare in 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 motion like you can see someone be like oh they're beautiful or oh I like their shoes or oh like that girl looks fit or oh like you know whatever it is that's the real world on social media you can analyze you can take screenshots you can zoom in you can go deep into like someone's what someone has chosen to represent themselves at and I think that like the idea of like the fillers and all these things, that's the comparison of our every day, just like you're saying you have a double chin, just like you're saying there's days you've flapped you know, all these other things. That's the real world. We're not comparing ourselves to that. We're comparing our day to day to all these people on a screen that have put all this money into fillers, Photoshop, whatever, whatever. It's so it's kind of like what world are we living in when we're making these choices about how we feel about ourselves or what we're looking I, at. I really like
0: that that lens that you're speaking from because it's very factual and like we do live in such a social media based age. And I was looking at my Instagram the other day, hi, and I like hated it. It made me like want to delete it. Yes, so there's I so bu- many. I'm like I, I want to archive everything. It. I wanted to archive everything and delete it, but so this is what I did. I literally have it coming today. I went on, you know, remember those old digital cameras that you can just fit in your back pocket? The one that had like the wristlet string, so you can bring it everywhere. Yeah. Mine got stolen. I was devastated. Dude. I had so many of them, but like, first of all, that was like a grounding thing too, for me. It's like where I started to love photography and get my photos developed and I'd always just be a at a little Walgreens point and shoot, right? It. And it's got a the little, little yeah.
1: screen. You can, so you can see so you the girlfriends. That was peak middle school. I would say like, like seventh, like sixth grade, all the cool people had them. Seventh grade, like everyone kind of had a camera. Like every group yep. had like someone with like yep. just two
0: people with a camera. Dude, found one on Amazon for 45 bucks. Fuck like yeah. Point and shoot. But I bought it because I was like, and it also has that older kind of aesthetic look to it. I bought it. Wait, I, like, I want to go get one now. Dude, get one. They're $45 on Amazon. Well, I just so hate it myself. It's going to be here today. Oh, Haley, but the, reason, um, hold on. the reason of why I did this the reason of why I got it is because I want to always have this camera on me and I want to use it as something where it's like hey because I don't like asking people to take my phone or my big fucking Sony camera or my Canon camera to be like can you take a photo of me I want it to be like I will feel like with this little point and shoot camera I want to just take photos all the time of like my friends and everything and have it's simpler. a more authentic yeah it's simpler stop it's-, it's so like when I take a photo it's on a pro- professional camera or I'm going out because I look can you take this photo that I'm like I want this to be on me at all times that if I'm gonna be somebody that uses social media which I unfortunately am going to be using it I want it to be a representation of myself that's authentic because I don't take photos enough of my like, myself and being out with my friends and like how I actually behave that this little thing that can fit in the back of my pocket I'm going to have it on me at all times that's and, interesting like, that wanna- you don't that you don't
1: think that like you share like you going out with your friends. I feel like your social media is like filled like with you doing like candid shit with all your friends. Like filled. I don't feel
0: like it is. Oh, I your don't stories, like your
1: posts, like you're constantly like with people is what it. Like that's the illusion your really? social media get. Yeah, dude.
0: <laughs> I mean, I do feel like I'm I'm like with people a bit, but like I definitely spend like <laughs> five and a half days out of the week by myself.
1: Yeah. I mean, no. Is it. It seems like, like, yeah, you're like socially like run train.
0: Like, I not mean, I like, am a social person. I'm, I yeah. am a social person. I definitely am social, but I want it to just be like photos that like I can because it was just such a grounding part of like why I loved photography, and I was always that person. Well, where it's, it's, like, it's, it's like put the photos. It's up, getting the back up. to the
1: basics. It's thinking about yeah, it. It's it's like, dialing it back. It, yeah. It's it's taking yeah, like, it to it's it's kind of bridging that real world versus social media world that like. Our iPhones are tethered to match everything on social media. A new app's coming out that you need a camera for. Okay, the iPhone's going to come out with a better camera. Galaxy's going to come out with a better camera. Think about it. It's all controlled. It's all manipulated. And and, and it's all to create and force us into this digital world. And, like, this was not, like, the plan of today. But it is kind of interesting because I feel like we keep skirting what we actually came on here to talk about. Like, we keep kind of touching on it and then, like, dancing away from it, which I like.
0: I don't Um, know. I didn't really know which one we fully decided we wanted to talk about. Truthfully,
1: I thought we were talking (laughs) about femininity today.
0: Yeah, I wasn't sure if we wanted to do that or kind of the conversation that we ended up having about femininity because I feel like we both we skirted from it both times. Like I feel like we're we're going to see where we're going to see where this episode goes. We Um, were talking about it, and then we started talking about what we accept as being a female. (laughs) Like that's like the whole conversation we ended up having is like the energy that we accept and allow as being a woman. That's we interesting because like that was not my that. takeaway from that conversation. <laughs> well, maybe I'm maybe how I'm just describing that, but that's what we were talking about what we allow from t- t- dating talking to somebody and opening open oh, energy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. About what you would allow and what you tolerate of opening. But I think
1: that stems from like the base. So let's go like to the base of the conversation, which was Grace and I wanted to. Well, Grace uh, like was like, hey, like this is what I've been thinking about. Do you want to talk about this? And I was like, yeah, it's something I think about frequently. Like, let's let's run it. So today we're going to go ahead and open up the conversation. Um. you know, writing off of Botox fillers and social media about uh, femininity (laughs) and um, what femininity means to us and what it means to how we navigate life, how we go through life. Just what is femininity? So do you want to open it up with a definition on your end first and then kind of my reflection?
0: Yeah, um, I don't really have one off the cuff, so I'm just going to roll with this. But like femininity to me definitely has come (laughs) shocking We're not. (laughs) Yeah. It, it, but also, like, I'm not like writing this down, it would change anyway. My brain didn't so ADHD make sense in the how I feel yeah. in the moment. So, how I feel today, I literally look like a, a fuck boy from the 70s. So, like, I don't know what else to tell you. So, like, my femininity, and also I was in a legit men's fucking Ivy Park hoodie that was down to my knees going to get coffee, and I'm in vans. I look like an absolute boy today. Um, so, like, for me, femininity is like, how you're feeling like that day because I truly believe that it comes in ebbs and flows. Like some days I'm like, get me a dress, get me a corset. I want my boobs out. I want to put red lipstick on. Soleil knows that like I put red lipstick on when I'm feeling low. It's like I'll put lipstick on all the time. I can literally be in a pair of board shorts and then put on like a red lip and be like, I feel fucking phenomenal. I think femininity at 27, I can feel like this is the first time in my life I feel the most feminine. Um, And that's been a real process for me like coming from, you know, kind of having a, a preconceived notions about women, and, you know, having a hard time letting my allowing myself to express myself in a feminine energy because I viewed it as weak, um, and I would suppress that. And for the first time, I actually feel kind of like a little bit sad in the past couple of months in some points where I'm like, wow, I've denied myself so much of that energy and allowing myself to own that, and, you know, allowing myself to fully step in that. And I gave men like the benefit of the doubt in so many situations because I was suppressing my own self. Um, So I think that it's for me, I'm very confident and comfortable with myself and I always have been. But I think femininity um, was something that I tried to run away from, even though like as me and Soleil were talking yesterday. I don't think I was running away from it as much as I thought. I just wasn't aware or allowing myself to be aware of that. That is feminine, actually. That's you and you're feminine. You're just blindly, you know, when you're depressed and you don't know that you're depressed because that's just how your life is. Li- is like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm like familiar. Dirty... I'm, I'm familiar. You know what I'm saying? I think everyone can relate to this. That you have like a dirty windshield and you're like depression is your dirty windshield, right? And that's your. You don't even know what a clear windshield looks like. Driving. You're just. You learn to navigate life through this dirty windshield, and you're like a super superhuman driving your car because you know how to navigate this i think i was doing that in my feminine all the time you know and and the fact in the reality of how it came up recently was just like i think a lot of men actually that i've talked to in the past have come forward of just opening up to me about how much they've cared about me in the past few weeks and it's been like a lot and it's been really heavy but it's made me take a step back and be like wow i am fucking really feminine and like i do carry myself as like a really strong woman and it is noticed by men and it is and and it wasn't that I needed a male's approval, but I I have a harder time validating when women call out my feminine actions than men because it's more obvious, I guess, in my opinion.
1: Do you know what I I mean? Because it's coming from an
0: opposite sex. Yeah, Um, yeah. And like, you know, to like have, you know, well, because – and it's also
1: – it's it's not as if they owed you that or anything. It's not – like, sometimes women, it seems like you trade compliments in order to gain yeah. something. But it's like yeah, if a I guy's like coming at you with something, it doesn't – I mean, w- if, if they're not trying to fuck you, it doesn't – like, if they're coming to you as a friend and not trying to fuck, then it's like, okay, like, well, I'm not going to read anything more past what you're saying because what you're saying to me, right. it wasn't – I wasn't trying to get that out of you.
0: I didn't ask you to contact me. Exactly. You did out of your own. And, like, you had that on your heart. And, like, I'm a very intuitive person. I can tell when somebody's trying to fuck. Like, I know when somebody's trying to fuck, and I know when somebody's being genuine. Well, just in the sense of, like, I'm not complimenting you or, like, coming to, you know, to, like, get in your pants. It's like, oh, no, this is And I'm asking for nothing back. Like, you know what I mean? I'm asking for nothing in return. And it takes a lot of strength to do that, honestly, as a man. And and it takes a lot of strength to do that as a woman. But it takes a lot of strength to share your emotions to somebody that you know doesn't feel the same way back, probably. Um, That I, yeah, I guess that those situations coming up in my life recently – have really showed me my feminine lens and it makes me feel really vulnerable being a female. Um, And I think being feminine is vulnerability and that's hard for me. That Mm. always has been hard for me. And so being more masculine and carrying myself more like just being less feminine, it's, it's actually kind of like a defense mechanism. I think I was doing to be a woman and like women that are just like, you know, just like in their feminine energy all the time, being vulnerable, able to cry, open up their emotions, being maternal. That's like, fucking superpower and i look over at that and be like that scares the shit out of me so I'm not gonna do it you know what I mean like I think yeah and so I think just coming from having a more like masculine energy to me um and then now just kind of owning and stepping into that feminine energy a bit more I feel like I see a more well-rounded perspective of who I am um and it feels it feels good to be in that feminine but I do feel like there's more accountability um which might be different from my perspective than yours, but I do feel like there's more accountability. Accountability and like being processing my emotions and allowing oh, myself to be vulnerable okay. and being I, like, yeah, I wasn't sure wait, maybe, you maybe like. this, maybe I do want to get married. Maybe I do want a husband. Like those things are vulnerability that I've never allowed myself to feel, dude. Like I've never been like, oh, like, and I don't know why. It's I interesting. Even, you're flipping into that
1: I'm voice to like I, display the I know. feminine.
0: I know and like I do that too because I'm like I don't you're feel like that pass- yeah because it's it's easier to way.
1: jokeify it than to stand behind it is not jokeify it but to put I, I know, stand it's behind like, what I'm saying
0: then yeah, yeah I stand behind but it's just how I'm articulating it but like I yeah being being feminine is very vulnerable to me and like I guess maybe it's it's off like in a way because I feel like it'd be vulnerable for a very girly girl to be stepping into a more maybe masculine side of herself too. Yeah. You know, that, that would be, that would be vulnerable too. you know, just be like, don't cry. Like, you know, suck it up. Don't have emotions about this person. Like that would be really hard for somebody to do. And it would almost be impossible. So it's like, I feel like we kind of shit on like people that don't process emotions as well being like, well, you know, just, just get there. It's like, it's not, it's just as hard as telling somebody to, to stop fucking crying, to tell them to cry. And I don't think society normalizes that. Do you know what I mean? Like there's, there's background to both sides telling, looking at somebody that's bawling their eyes out and be like, stop fucking crying. That's just <laughs> as hard as telling somebody that suppresses everything and be like, cry about it, process it, cry. It's well, like, yeah no, no.
1: <laughs> well, it's, 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 uh, yeah, we, I mean, I just, we just ran that for like eight minutes without there. So I have like a lot of points to, um, come back to, but I guess let's let's pause on that right there and now I'll give my idea of like what femininity is and what it means and then we'll kind of round out both sides just to sure. otherwise we'll go down this rabbit hole for a minute yeah, yeah, um so to, to me, me. femininity is and I use the term like flow quite a bit uh, but femininity is like an internal flow and it's in like it's an expression of authenticity like who you are like it's a strength like I agree I really like liked what you were saying about um it's a superpower like being able to be in your feminine is a sense of self-secured and like safety because like as like as who we are like we were These are all the things that we're supposed to step into. So like stepping into your femininity and being able to leave that masculine or that defensive energy, because that's essentially what it is, your feminine energy versus your masculine energy. And there's kind of a balance. And so when you're in like trauma situations or when you're experiencing high stress and when your cortisol levels are going through the roof and when you're just experiencing life in situations, sometimes what ends up happening is you step deeper into your masculine. So I've lived in my masculine energy for a very long time. And it's interesting because I feel as if when I moved to LA, I was in my feminine energy and then it very quickly became my masculine energy um, because I started living in like that fight or flight mode. Um, I put myself yeah. in that mode, but that was obviously yeah. a defense mechanism for what was going yeah. on. Right. And it's also interesting because in that time in LA, I put on quite a bit of weight. I, my mental health spiraled. I, don't really recognize the woman like I see in the photos from my time in LA anymore it's actually yeah. very hard for me to like look at those images and stuff like that
0: mm-hmm. because
1: I I was not myself I had stepped so mm-hmm. far into my masculine like my talk to- well and, and not to say that my masculine side is my toxic side but because I was so toxic <laughs> in my internal me stepping into my masculine was like really really gnarly um yeah, yeah. and so When coming down to San Diego and kind of having like this new like discovery of self and this renewal of like who I am at my core and who is Soleil, I am like a very empathetic, like healing, like I am very like soft. I am very, I am very feminine in the sense of how I view femininity, but I also do have kind of an aggressive side and like kind of that masculine side, and I kind of have to flip between the two. However, I do find that when you spend too much time in one side and not enough in the other or vice versa, that's when you kind of start to like have those burnouts. It's like you're stepping too much in you. So it's like femininity to you're me- You're overcompensating. You're overcompensating. You're gone too yeah, far down one end. That's a good end. word
0: for it. Good point. And so it's a different like, overcompensation.
1: And so it's, it's finding this balance. And so femininity to me, while we're-, we're Femininity is just- your ability to like navigate life from a sense of self. Like that's what to me feminine needs. That's our sense of self. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't know.
0: I also think one thing that I want to ask you because it's like something we talk about all the time on this podcast and like, it's definitely a major attribute to being a a female. You, I don't know how maybe you're doing now with it, but like maybe a check in on that, how you are able to like allow yourself to be vulnerable and be emotional and can you like touch on like that side of things with femininity because i'd like to hear your perspective on that because i yeah i don't well, do it uh, the same way i recently
1: you. um just switched my phone case
0: what well, i can't see it it's it's high time oh and you're crying
1: it's high time for crying um, oh
0: oh it's high time oh, for crying it's a the, little cowgirl i see the f- for the oh crying. you're zoomed in there you go oh yeah yeah fucking literally so spot on to what the question is
1: <laughs> right so um i mean you guys we're on episode 71 i think so you've definitely if you have followed this journey if you've met me in real life like if fuck you know i cry and i cry quite a bit i actually yeah. cried this morning watching tiktoks um and it wasn't anything sad it was just it was just actually beautiful they were like these cute little love stories um and i was like wow this is just so nice Um, But I'm, I'm very much okay with crying. And I think that the reason why I'm okay for crying is because for so long, and it's interesting being a communications major, I'm going to hit like four points in one right now. I've been thinking about this a lot, being a communications major and not being able to properly communicate. I feel as if I'm constantly speaking a different Can I get that language. I a
0: tattoo on my yes. fucking body.
1: Yes, being a communications major degree in communication
0: major and, and not communicate.
1: I can't communicate for shit, and I have a really hard time expressing myself and expressing my emotions or when I don't like things. Um, and so growing up. And that's been a theme throughout my entire life. And also people placing tendencies and wanting everyone to like me and never actually saying like what I wanted to say. So internalizing a lot of that and just going to my dark place. Well, the only way to get out of my dark place was crying. So the only times I would feel better, like my self-soothing was crying. So crying to me has always been a relief. I've never viewed crying as hard, except when I pre-cry before actually like, When I have hard conversations with people and like these are like these are intimate conversations with like certain people in my life that I've had over the course of my life sometimes building up to those I pre-cry before I have like while I'm sitting across from them hyperventilating and then I have to look past them to actually say everything that I need to say and then but but here's the crazy shit too. Once I say it, I've cried. I'm done. It's past. I don't give a fuck about it anymore. And that's the thing where it's like, okay, why do I even get myself in these cycles? So allowing myself to kind of cry as it comes is like, I know I'm like, okay, I'm getting rid of a little bit of anxiety. If I can just let this go right right now, even if I'm at work, okay, I'll go home and cry later. Like I, you're going to get to the crying sleigh, like let a little out right right now, but you'll get to it. So for me, crying is very much a relief, but it also might be a safety mechanism. Like that might actually be an I don't know if a therapist was listening to this, maybe they'd be like, that's really bad that like you do that, but it works for me.
0: (laughs) Maybe I heard the other day, I heard the no, I love that. I heard the other day in church that kind of like gave this like cool perspective on crying and like my pastor was talking about it in like a way. He's like, dude, I'm a I'm a fucking black man in America, dude. Like, you know, I grew up just fucking gangbanging, like you know what I mean? Like to cry for me. It was like spiritual to get me here and he was like i just feel like when a tear came down my eye like it was just like a call a call for help from a higher power and i think that that is crying like no matter what you view that higher power is when a tear comes down your eye you're like I- you're putting that into the universe you're you're adding something to the universe you know mm-hmm. what i mean like this is how i've kind of like you're not just with you're-, you're adding something to the universe you're what letting it, something like, go not-
1: like it's you're letting
0: something go and that's water coming from you that's like literally something coming from it's life your being source that's gonna hit yeah, and it's going to hit the ground. It's going to hit your clothing. It's going to make you call to action. And then even if you have to wipe the tears, that's another call to action that you have to, it's calling you into action or it's calling out the universe. It's calling out something. Do you know what I mean for a tear to come hit your eye? So for my mind, I would be like, if there's something that has made a tear fall from my eye, how can I reverse that? Because I liked what you were saying too about femininity when you were talking about survival mode. Um, And you acting from your masculine, you know, for a sense of survival, I think it gives me
1: strength. It's kind of like
0: like that feral
1: yell, like you cry and then it's like, fuck, like, okay, let's do it.
0: (laughs) That's what I'm saying, too, where I'm like, you know, there's a there's a really beautiful side of that that I was highlighting crying feminine. I mean, crying, um, crying associated to um, the masculine because I definitely viewed it as one of those things where it was a for survival mode In points in time where I was crying when I was younger, like definitely in high school. And then I'd be like, no, like I, the amount of times I can just literally remember looking at myself, like you're saying, like shaking, so scared in fight or flight. And then just wiping my tears, being like, get the, we gotta, we gotta move forward. But truthfully, and swallowing
1: dude, that. So you just tamp that down.
0: Truthfully, dude, I had to though yeah right right and but that's the, the same, same point in time we don't want to did deal write with down that is to, right and what i did write down too is i respect her and i did have to and that's feminine knowing that i had to survive and if i was just sitting there crying i wouldn't have survived the way i did because it's not actually going to accomplish anything unfortunately it wasn't going to accomplish anything in the moment of me crying more um if i knew how to with therapy process my emotions which is different like as an adult now I can allow myself to cry because I know when I'm crying it's not going to spiral into an anxiety attack but if I think at that moment as a young woman if I just allowed myself to cry I didn't know when it would stop and that's like hard to say like I don't think I would know when this, the tears would stop because I'd be so upset and it would just keep pouring it that would... I had to stop myself because like it would be just like, is enough it like end?
1: you were kind of like just spilling a little off the top like okay right. so like well, it's I'd kind so of like there is all, all that out. backstock there's all that backstock of oh, emotion yeah. that like now you're starting to work through and like process and so like the crying it's a huge release i wanted to like i i kept like trying to rational or like try to figure out how to explain this like thought i have of like how i view it but kind of going back to that trauma as well like i consider my masculine energy oh, to be like back. my soldier energy like my put my head down and like truck through like my masculine energy is like the nothing like i need to accomplish this like my masculine is like my goal energy of like no distractions like figure it out whereas like my feminine side is like my dreamer side that's the side where it's like creative and my pink lamps and my fucking plants and i'm doing yoga Can in I the be sun honest? and
0: like can I be honest while you're saying that? You're so right, but it's bothering me. It's bothering me, and I don't know why. It's bothering me because I always feel women saying, like, my masculine side is my fucking no bullshit soldier, you know, this shit. But that's your feminine. That's your actually your feminine, though. Well, but that's, 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 that's just who we are because in, it's the dance.
1: It's the dance between know, the two. But so it's, is my there is not
0: with one without the other. That's the shit. You're totally right. I'm just being transparent. I'm just being transparent. It pissed me off. It pissed me off when you said, and this is my problem with femininity, and it has been my whole life. When girls are like, "Oh, well, like I'm just being a dude right now," and it's like, you know, she's like, "I just be, I'm just honest with people," and that's just me being like a dude. I'm like, that's just being a woman. Like, I hate when these characteristics of like being masculine comes down to you being your strongest self. And this is my problem. Well, well, so maybe let me round this out out a little bit more. you're it's doing more it's it's, it's
1: not necessarily like the defensive it's more like the literally soldiering on the one foot in front of the other is the masculine energy for me That's what's carrying me to the things I don't necessarily want to do. Those are the mundane is the math, like for me at least, and not even the masculine energy, but just the no distractions energy. When I'm in my masculine, it's like there's blinders on and I keep my head down and I can do it. When I'm in my feminine energy, I, my feminine energy opens me up to other people. So my feminine energy for me brings people in. It's very distracting sometimes because as an empathetic and as someone that does view connection with others is so important. When I step into my feminine, it can be draining. So to be able to go back and forth between the two or have a combination of the two that allows me to keep pushing while also having space in my heart to be authentic and to be soft, it's a balance. It's not that I'm being aggro and mean. It's not that, you know, it's not that I'm being a man. It's not that I'm being any of these things that, you know traditionally or like based societally how we view masculine or feminine masculine to me is just like I think of my like my dad like literally like just doing it and not having an excuse and then on and not necessarily an excuse but then on the flip of it is the feminine for me and that is a very representative of my mom and like for me that's very like t- like she's very like to me, like being in your feminine and stuff, that's when you actually have a sense of control because it, we are like, it's, it's matriarchal. Like there's, there's different sides to it. So the femininity is like this idea of control and allowing everyone to do what they need to do to like work towards something. It's kind of like you in my, in my feminine energy, anyone like can be who they are in my masculine energy. I need a little bit more structure. It's interesting.
0: I really, I really like what you're saying. And I think that what you're saying too. Did that that explain it better? Yeah. No. And honestly, when you were speaking, the only thing I wanted to interject is like that one point where it's like, my no shit, no bullshit is my masculine. And like, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, that's how you compartmentalize yourself. I'm coming from a place of insecurity and defensiveness, clearly, when I have to protect there. And I was saying, this is on me feeling this way. It's nothing of what you're doing. But I, and what you said just came full circle actually is because what you said is me watching my dad operate is no, that no bullshit. And seeing how my mom operates is that beautiful balance of the masculine and feminine. I didn't see a beautiful dance of that. And I yeah, saw a woman I thought that literally this was letting her life. Go. Yeah. And like, that's truthfully where I'm like that no bullshit and it, this, this, and this, it made me sad being a woman for so long. I'm like emotional now thinking about it because I'd be like, Oh well, I don't want to make excuses. I don't want to cry. But my dad over here—he puts his fucking head down and supports my whole fucking family while his brother just died, his dad just died, his mom just died, his company just went under, and now he's still trying to figure it out. He just got—he de- just got rheumatoid arthritis. Guy can't even fucking walk, and he's still online trying to figure out how to support his family. And my mom's off, gone. Can't find her for weeks. And that's not a—that's fe- not feminine, you know. And I didn't have that like representation and it's and
1: that's and that and you know and that's why it makes sense why you're feeling and why you're navigating these i i don't want to like these challenges just these these seasons that's why you're going through this and here's the shit is like you know you you in terms of god so like god wouldn't have given you this like this transition period god wouldn't have given you this ability to even start thinking like this if you weren't like in that safe space if he didn't think you were ready for it You know, if he didn't think you you were ready to step into your femininity, you wouldn't even be considering it right now. Right. So if he didn't view you as, like, worthy of that, you know, like, if so it was was kind of that nudge of, like, hey, there's, there's a couple things. And our conversations do kind of tend to match up with what we're experiencing, but we don't even necessarily understand to the proximity or to what to you know what parameters we're actually right. going into this because we right. uh, kind of end up unpacking a lot
0: <laughs> no no for sure and like it is one of those things where you know y- going back and forth and like teetering off each other because it's cool like obviously like having such a different experience provides such a cool like intellect that anybody can jump in and attach themselves onto what we're saying you know whether it's both either you know um but yeah coming coming back to that and I feel like it's been really the last few months of my life that it's definitely been spiritual. So like, thanks for bringing that out that it's like, I know that it has been like, I like I was saying to you that I joined this group at church and I was like, Oh, I want to like, I think you talked about it in the podcast. Actually. I think you did. So it's I think the the listeners are, yeah, so it's, like, that that Bible study class where it's, like, a super chill, like, class that I just uh, – I went to the Tuesday class because I wanted men to be in my group. And then God was, like, nah, like, I'm in the only group that's all women. Bitch, like Yeah, and it's, like, definitely apparent to that. And I also just have, like, a lot of truths being shown to me from God about characteristics about women that I actually don't love being brought out from friendships – onto me right now too. And it's like, no, I actually stand by, I don't like that. And I don't fuck with that behavior of a woman and I don't need to ever make excuses because I do live from a different narrative as as a woman. Like it is that, that soldier side, no bullshit, but that is my feminine. So I'm, you saying that that's your masculine, that's my, that is my feminine. Like I truly feel that in my core, because sure, that's how I I grew up differently than you. And I had to adapt myself differently. And that's from survival. And that's from, you know, also being a a very competitive athlete my whole life too. That doesn't throw in a girlier side of myself, but at the same point in time, those two qualities, that is me being feminine that no bullshit protector of myself is very, very feminine. And that is one, something that I do, see polarizingly with women and feminine energy is either full protector of one's energy to I let men run train on my life because I'm a lover I'm a caregiver I'm I want to get married I want to have kids there's two polarizing sides and I see it from so many women in my life that it's like, I'm going to get back with this guy even though it's not working because I don't want to be alone and that's me operating from this space. Or it's the other space where it's like, I have friends where I'm like, bitch, just like go on a date. Like, you know, like just give him a hug. Like give him your phone number. You know, that there's so, it's so polarizing of each side of things coming, operating from that sense of femininity, you know, protector vibes of self or I want a protector. I need a protector. I don't, I want to be with somebody to protect me. Um, and I don't want to be alone.
1: I, but yeah, I, and I want all those things. I want someone that's going to protect me and I want, (laughs) I don't want to have to be the head down trucking through shit, doing shit. Like I I can do that when I need to. I'm very self-sufficient. I, once again, like, I guess I was very on it for my random activities this week leading up to this podcast yesterday. Um, I was, like, detailing the yard, like, doing the stairs, sweeping, doing all this shit. I had to throw a new fucking hubcap on my car. I had to go to the shop, get four new tires. Like, there's just been a lot going on. Packed, and, like, packed things, a fucking lip. Yeah. I, <laughs> right? Like, fucking, You're like, like fucking what's next? Packed a lip. I smoked a And it, it was just... It was interesting because I... I was doing all those things. Those were things I needed to do. Those were things that no one else was going to do for me. But there weren't things that I wanted to do. And not that everything needs to be something I wanted to do. But, like, to me, that pulls me out of, like, my actual life. When I need to go do all those things, that pulls me out of, like, the stuff that I'm enjoying. The ability to step into my feminine. The ability to soak up some sunshine. To journal. To go to work. To go do all these things. Like, it pulls you out. And so, fuck, where was I going with that point? um so I was like basically making the snapchat yesterday and I was like with the broom and I was like where the fuck is like a man in my life that's gonna just come do these things for me so that I can just go fucking frolic like I see fit because I do want those things and like I love having this podcast I love building a career but like I (laughs) dead ass like want to have kids and like a family and like a little home and like not have to deal with anyone else's bullshit because like I'm so disillusioned and like dis enamored or unenamored I don't know I think I'm making a provider
0: do you want a provider like you want a frolic and do you want to be provided for because there's nothing fucking wrong with that like do you as a woman I want both like Like,
1: I know what I bring to the table I just don't want it to be so high stress I just don't want it to all be on me like I want a partner like I want someone yeah, I to mean, do these things just, with yeah like, it's like I have no yeah, problem it, chopping firewood and you know like thanks dad for teaching me how to do that I have no problem doing these things on my car but it's like it would be so much more fun like if a guy was like let me do that for you and then I got to be like oh my god hot. oh that too yeah be like let me suck your right. dick
0: change these You're tires know, for real like change the fucking change tires my oil can too can you put the new windshield
1: my- wipers on like fuck
0: Yeah. I I was actually on my walk here today thinking about feminine energy on my walk here, like off of what you're saying. It was kind of just like, I was thinking about, do I want to provide, like, do I want, you know, like I was thinking about it and I was like, well, I feel like I might be the breadwinner, like dead ass. I don't mind operating from that because I go, I just know I want to operate from this weird self. I go, you know how people – this is literally what I was thinking when I was walking here. You know how people say, I'm doing this for my parents. I want to buy them a home. I'm doing this for my future family. Like, I'm doing it for them. And That's a very yeah. common thing we hear. I'm doing this for my little self. Like, I'm literally securing a bag for my fucking child baby grace. self. Yeah, baby grace. Like, and that might sound so selfish because I was like, I'm not just doing this for my family or, you know, from my future family that I'll have or my actual legit family. I'm doing this for like You're my doing younger it. self. I'm yeah. just doing it. And like I don't And who else feel, like, are you gonna, gonna do it for thing?
1: right now? We don't even like, know if was, we don't I know don't if there's not gonna be a tsunami it. that wipes out this world and we never even get the chance to have kids. So you might as well do I'm it for yourself it for, for me. right now. Do but
0: it for at the you. same point in time, I was thinking about it and I go, the next layer of who I would be doing this for would be um like my my daughter. And daughter is the first word that came to mind opposed to like son. And I always like was like, I want to have like three boys, you know, and I was like, nah, like I was walking here and I find this to be so beautiful that we're having this conversation that I was like, nah, I want a boss bitch of a daughter like she's good and and maybe she'll I'm gonna have twins
1: and I feel like I'm getting like hit with girls. But I think it's like lessons. I think it's like karmic lessons.
0: But I think it would be really, really cool, you know, to see, like, maybe she'll be so much more feminine than me. Or maybe she's going to be a butch lesbian. Like, who the fuck knows? But at the same point in time, I'll love her either way. <laughs> like, either way.
1: Doesn't matter. Point, You're just going to love it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't give a fuck anyway. Like, I, I'm, like, both either day. Doesn't matter. But at the same point in time, like, I, I was like, wow. Like, I can't wait to have a daughter and that's crazy because if you listen to the beginning of this podcast when we first started I didn't want kids and now I'm like oh and then I was like we didn't even want to be alive (laughs) I didn't want to be alive and then I was like oh like I actually will live and then it turned into another thing like maybe I would get married and then I was like maybe maybe I'm not going to date for a year but I still want to get married um to I'm never dating again to I'm never having children To I might have children, to I might have boys, to I. All in 70 episodes.
1: I wonder what's going to happen in the next 70.
0: (laughs) Dude, I mean, there's going to be a point when we have this podcast and there's probably a kid on. And I'll be pregnant. Oh my God. I mean,. That's gonna be I keep a having decade. pregnancy
1: dreams as well, though. So I don't know if one of my friends is getting pregnant soon, or if uh my soulmates about you're to like step into my lighting life. Lighting
0: up, you're like lighting up thinking about pregnancy. So I can't even get to that level of femininity, oh my god! Uh, I I,
1: I want to take my ID out so bad. I want to rip my ID out, not so that I get pregnant, but just I want it out. Like I want. Well,
0: that's great point. Great point because now I think that I'm feeling the most feminine in my life ever is because I'm not on birth control for the first time and 11 and a half years and I'm girl when I say I be shedding tears for no reason I've never experienced this and it's alarming like it's alarming like I like stop myself and I'm like Phew. um tears are coming tears are coming and I can't pinpoint why tears are coming down my head
1: I forgot that I wanted to say this earlier um I have noticed uh that for my crying I'm no longer not like no longer but it's I'm crying more at the beauty of the world around me and, like, the situations or the music or the sunsets I'm seeing or whatever it is. Like, that's what I'm crying at these days, not, like, anything else. It's epic.
0: I, I actually I actually could agree to that. I'm, like, blown away by things being so beautiful yeah, and so peaceful. Or I'm, like, getting – or something has showed me clarity. So I'll cry – things that are making me cry now like and it's not crying like i'll just say like i my eyes are watering and my throat like hurts (laughs) like that feeling of like your eyes and your throat like i'm like i'm getting emotional i'd say like i'm getting emotional and things that are like making me get emotional are definitely like providing me clarity to situations that i've needed to see um and it's like really beautiful yeah like i like that point where it's like i think that too like yeah, when you connotate in feminine energy and you're talking about being feminine and then you're like, and then I just started crying. It's like, eh, shut the fuck up. Like society has that like back background noise to can she just shut up? And it's super is- toxic. I know I've done it. Is she done yet? Like, you know what I mean? That like wow will she get it together and it's like well she's like abused by her husband and he's like you done crying yet And it's like <laughs> like that is like society in a nutshell it's like you unhappy in this marriage where i'm cheating on you but take it take it you know well, what i society mean society like,
1: also has been largely shaped by men so it's like the male perspective sure. is to not cry so think about you know how many times around that yeah it like we have a
0: place of masculinity yeah. The society that we live in operates in a place of masculinity, and that was also a survival mo- mode to me, where I was like, well, if I want to operate in the highest form that I can, I don't have help. You know, dude, like, when you don't have help financially, and you don't have anybody providing anything for you other than chaos at points in time, you're like, well, how can I operate the world in the most efficient way possible? Aren't men, it wasn't like, biologically
1: feminine? designed to be the providers? Like, it makes sense. Yes. I do not want to do I mean, to it is any. biological,
0: like, which society's trying to argue right now, which I there's tons of studies online it's being argued right now that it isn't biological When i would disagree men are men wake up with a full bone fucking boner like that's not not biological they their
1: hormones reset every 24 hours we're on a month we're on like a 28 to 31 day cycle like yeah there's differences there's huge differences. i wish they reset
0: every day i wish i just like bled a little bit in the morning and then that's it do you know what i mean woke up a little bit woke up peed blood and then like reset fine continue do you know what i mean instead like of literally
1: do you realize that as women our lives are the second we start getting our periods are all or nothing you are either on your period or you are absolutely not and then if you're spotting you're like annoyed with it so we kind of want an all or nothing
0: you want an all but or nothing. it's like give me or give me nothing <laughs> yeah
1: yeah or give me a baby like
0: okay what do you want a baby for though right now? Like what the what do you want? No, it's for? not like, I don't
1: want do? a baby right now. I'm not set up to have a baby right now. But, like
0: what is what excites you about it? Not terrifies. Like you get excited in your your face literally which is also I love that this. Like talking about feminine femininity, your face literally started like your your smile was so genuine and you were like glowing when you were talking about my, children.
1: My Yeah, no. This is since I was young like my mom and like her best friend had, like, kids, like, kind of back-to-back, like, my cousins and stuff, and then, so we were all, like, one after another, but then, like, their other friends and stuff, and then, like, for my brothers having friends, like, just different, like, families and stuff, like, so I've always, like, been around, like, little kids, I have little brothers, um, and when I was, like, 13, like, I would hold, like, my mom's friends' kids' baby, or my mom's friends' babies, and, like, stuff like that, and my mom would, like, literally have to tell them, she would be, like, you need to take the baby back from Soleil, because she- she's too good at this like you need to she's gonna think she's can do this and she like was not wrong i don't know life is so fucking beautiful and the idea that like we as like women get to like bring life into this world and like create life and like that's right. something else that i wanted Crazy. to talk about is like men are designed to like be um what, what were we saying like provider providers women like Daddy. they nurture like they comfort like and that is something yeah. that I step so easily into. That is when I feel my most secure sense of self is when I am able to do those things and do those things from my cup being full. So it's like I have to take care of myself in order to enjoy doing those things. But those are the right. things that like I, that brings me like, up, like that's like, like i get high off that kind of thing is like like that's like my role that's when i'm really beautiful yeah like that's what i can like, i can really, can't really, wait really to hold my own fucking baby and just be like i did
0: this. Wow. i'm going to cry like like that's so fucking feminine <laughs> like that's actually like literally Not so full crying. Circle about holding your own child like that's <laughs> so <my> nice <laughs> so fucking wholesome like that is so wholesome oh my god i can't even Am I ovulating I love, right I now? Like, what the fuck's <laughs> No. I, this is who you are, though, dude. Like, dead ass. No, like, it is. is and this is, a woman. This, this is this is why my mom was woman. always,
1: like, take the baby so away beautiful. from Soleil. She's 13. <laughs>
0: like, yeah. No. Like, that's, that's so beautiful. And, like, I love this side. And, like, it's so – our perspectives and narratives are so different. Because it's, like, the other day my friend called me out just being, like, have you ever held my child? Like, one of my best friends, like, asking me. Like, her baby's always, like, sitting down or, like, just doing its thing. And I'm never interact with it, really, dude. Oh my god. She was literally like, "Have you ever held Lola?" And I was like, "Oh, I think I have, knowing damn well I've never held Lola." And it was like one of those things where I looked over at her and I go, "Do it, dude. Even if this is gonna make you uncomfortable." I pulled her out of her fucking little, whatever you call it, jumpy thing, and I just, oh, no. She was in that thing where you like jump up and down, and she like looked at me, and I like didn't really know how to hold her correctly I'm gonna be honest but like I just like scooped her underneath and I just like looked at her and just like her looking at me and I love my friend she's like a such an amazing woman and like this is her creation to life and like I literally was just looking at her and I was like wow like it's her 11 parents 11 are going through a lot Wait, right now on.
1: it's it's 11 11 I don't care where you are if you're listening to this podcast I need everyone to just make a wish
0: Okay. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, it was just like <laughs> me looking at that kid. I, when I, I look at children differently when I know the parent. Like I have no feeling towards like a baby. Like I don't ever like, ooh, that gives me baby fever. It gives me birth control fever. Like it's instant birth control when oh I see God. other people's kids. I have but when I see myself people from that asking. I love children. Dude, when I see people like that, I love children. Like my sister has this shared album on like the iPhone that updates all like weekly of photos of her children. And at first, I was like, can she just stop? Like, enough's enough. And then now, I get excited when I get a notification. And I'm like, that shows so much growth in my femininity. Because at first, I was like, dude, I, I'm going to remove myself from this group. Like, I get enough documents getting shared with me and videos that I was like, I don't want these ones of these babies. And then I was like, what the fuck? These are my niece and nephew. And then I was like, I get so excited now when I see a notification about them. And, and this is kind of like it- – this is kind of the shit
1: like this is kind of like you know the whatever of it is that like because all those emails and all that stuff and all those things at the end of the day that isn't actually what fucking matters it is the family and it is the life and it is your connection to your kin and like to be able to create a family and you speak so highly of your aunt and you know this woman that has really guided you through your life and you get to be that person for them you get to step into this role of like true guidance and leadership and like and for that that's truly because at that like I said we do not know what the fuck tomorrow holds like you might get your huge break in comedy tomorrow boom your future and then And then it's like, what's the next? What's the next? So it's like simultaneously, it's the process. Yeah. You really
0: stuck out to me in the other podcast the other day when like we were talking about. I've thought about that so many times. So much. Because I and also it, it keeps being said back to me. We'll
1: double it back down for if anyone didn't listen, but also go back and listen.
0: Yeah, go listen, go back and listen, but it was just like I was talking about kind of like going on that hike and then when you get to the top, you know, it's just like okay, I know who I am as a person that when I'm done with the hike and the the hike was fucking arduous. It was hard and then I get to the top and I'm like I made it. But isn't there a better hike? And you were like, "Oh, that's so encompassing of the fact that like the process and the journey to get up to the the peak is the process. That's life." And like I just have heard it in different narratives, which also I would have heard it anyway, but it's speaking to me. And like I I feel a sense of calm where I'm like, you know, like the other day I fucking did a character that I've been working on and it just didn't hit. And I felt like my whole fucking world was like crashing down on me. I left my teacher. She's a really, she's very intense and she'll literally tell you you're not funny to your face. And she was like, I just, nothing about it worked. And like, I was like, okay, absolutely. Fuck me. And it made me the whole day just be like, oh, like, I'm not meant to do this. I'm not funny, this, this, and this. And it was like, and then it came to me the next morning where I was like, this is just part of my process. Why the fuck would every character hit? Like, it didn't work. If anything, thank you for being honest. Like, you know so, what I mean? And also it didn't work for you. That doesn't mean it doesn't work. I had this it's conversation.
1: It's it's part of the process. And I had this conversation with my buddy Ian yesterday where, and I don't remember exactly what led up to it, but the synopsis of it was, was basically that like, okay, if it doesn't work, you know what? We get to try again we get to try again and how luxurious is that that we get an experience to try again because sometimes you don't so the idea that we can go into a space and try again or to wake up every day and just try again i love the word luxurious in
0: that connotation i love that soleil it's luxurious like now you know why that character yeah
1: And now you know, like that one didn't work, but and you can what? come it back didn't. to it. And also, it didn't. you don't have to. Now you get something it new. Didn't. Like think about that. You get a fresh start. I was I right. was talking about this one of some some guy from like uh, my hometown. He's cute. Uh, he like he's single or whatever, and uh, oh, we were talking about like you get to try again like you get a fresh start the idea of really a fresh start that in there
0: like he's like cool cute. i know like, right like don't don't worry either. like people you people had, are had, no, like nobody needed to hear that he was single or cute you're like oh, he's like saying and cute, and we were just having like a deep conversation but like maybe he'd be the father of my children but, but oh my god the story,
1: that would be like, that would be something Haley. if you're listening to this text me <laughs> i got some he's shit to fill you in on smiling
0: glowing and smiling thinking about him. Okay. (laughs) No, it's more
1: just funny it's more just funny right, but we're talking so funny, so funny. <laughs> um so no funny, but we're we're talking about uh, fresh starts and that's, that's luxurious amazing. again like I love the word luxurious because we live a luxurious <laughs> life when you're in control of your life that's you can you can maximize the luxury like you good can word. eat the things you good want word. you can do the things you can take the I workout classes you can paint the pictures that. you can sign up Make for the classes you good. want make it fucking luxurious, like maximize your luxurious, like you can do laundry and you can make it luxurious. Like you can do all these things and make it in a way that like fabric softener, dude, luxurious,
0: luxurious, dude, dude, get a new fucking foundation. Feel make your face feel luxurious. dude. Yeah. I love the word luxurious. It's not sad. You don't hear it often. You don't hear it at all, but just make it fucking luxurious. But I love the again, like I just get to try again. Like what a fucking gift. And guess what from you. And also what I want to double back around. I love honesty. And I think it's harder for people to be honest unless you're a fucking bitch, obviously. And you're just doing that from your own self perspective. The fact that she is honest with me knows that she sees something in me you know, to, for, for me not to continue. Cause I do see that I'm going to be You're talking honest, about your like, teacher. Especially- that took me a second. I was like, wait, yeah, where, where you're doubling back to no. class. Okay. But cool. also like my whole life, my coaches were legitimately mean to me at some points in time. And it, I was always pulled aside. I have had three coaches pull me aside, just being like, I'm sorry. I've, I made you upset. I'm sorry. I did that. I just know you can be better. And that hit, that hurts to be like, I just know you can be better. But at the same point in time, thank you for seeing me and thank you for having the capacity to correct me and thank you for caring enough to tell me you can do better. You can do better. And guess what? I could. I literally thought back to that character and I was like, bare minimum. I don't like it. She's not wrong. I could have done so much better. I think it was barely scraping the surface. And and if she didn't correct me there, I would have kept going on that trajectory if that worked. You know, like that that I didn't need to push it there. And she was just like, you can do better. Like, it didn't work for you. But also like, just, just think field. of the
1: fact that I don't know like in in some senses like failure failure is huge you like you need to be checked sometimes i need to fuck up at work sometimes i need to have like kind of those reality check moments of like oh fuck like i actually okay humbling let me try harder because i was thrown in neutral for a second so let me try a little bit harder and let's try this again once again let's try this again
0: let's try let's just run it back no, I, I really do love that, that it's like, let's get another chance and opportunity, but how can you take that failure? Because you can go into that next opportunity worse. You know, if you can't take criticism, how you're going to go into, you know, the next day even worse than the, the, the day prior when you were handed that criticism, you know? And like, I know for a fact, like I had a hard time, like when I was younger, like in my early twenties, I had a really hard time taking criticism because I was like, especially from people that I was like, but you had a supportive family and you were supported and given things and you've been provided for and and cared for and loved. And I'm like, well, I've done everything. My, like, I don't want to take advice from you. Like, what do you know about my life? Well, I what was terrible at it. I was
1: yeah, terrible and that, at and it. And I think that that's, that's why I have a hard time. Well, it is, but it's also like, well, for me, it was because I didn't have a sense of self. So I was very insecure. So any like critique on my persona was like, how did I not catch that myself? Like I was trying to like self police so much that it was like any critique or criticism.
0: Like it was just like fucked me up. You were so this... much like my sister and you were also like we had a whole episode about this. You're so much like my sister and, and you operated from a place of insecurity of why you would instantly project onto somebody about that.
1: I think it's cool because I give you the background to why she was a yeah. cunt <laughs> to you so much yeah. growing up. And oh like, yeah, it actually not is that so once again, not that it excuses anything. I need to work on rebe- rebuilding and showing my brothers who I am now, you know, because that's right. something that they are they are You're the you doing in this that, situation. Though so hearing it i am and i try and i do the best that i can but it is one of those things that. i am conscientious that it doesn't it doesn't dismiss my behavior but it's also no. like i get to try again i get to try again yeah, and i don't to have again. to be a cunt I don't have and to you be can a make hungry. It luxurious hunt. this time, luxurious luxur- baby. We are a luxurious twenty twenty three. But also, what I
0: wanted, like, why I brought that point up, is because you don't. Again, we've said this on this podcast, but you don't actually have to take accountability if you don't want to. And my sister still, to this day, does. not Did you see, choose- like, me?
1: Me just go, like, wait, you don't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you, you, you you don't have to. You don't ever have to. I, I That's why I have a hard relationship with my sister because she doesn't ever have to be wrong Mm. even though you know she you can actually make a choice to never back down and double and you actually guess what she does she double downs on it It, it, it's not even it's not even it doesn't matter if she's right or wrong that wrong is not an option in her mind and it is from that childhood trauma brain perfectionist I'm not wrong and it's like she gets herself into lies and difficult situation and we all know a lot of these people I'm not just trying to put my sister on blast here like I know, like, we all know this person in their it's life. The always it's always something. It's the, yeah. yeah it's, it's always in an excuse of why they can't be wrong. And I actually have so much compassion for these people because it is coming from a place of trauma and it is coming from a place of, I want to just be perfect. And I genuinely
1: don't I know better. Be
0: you, don't you don't know better. Know and better. it's like, I'm also hurting. I, I'm just like, clearly don't love myself enough to be wrong in this situation. But self-love is accepting your past and knowing you're wrong. And that's so beautiful. Like it's that's accountability. so, that's, that's so feminine. That is so feminine to just be like, you know what? I was operating from a place that I don't want to be in and moving forward to be the best woman that I can be. I can't operate from that place anymore. No, and and I, it's, it's not, it's, it's not cool. It,
1: it's really hard and it kind of sucks because it's kind of like when they talk about resolutions or when they talk about starting something, you know, start on a Monday, give yourself a fresh start, like all that kind of shit. Yeah. Make the choice today. Think of how much further Monday is. You're going to give yourself four yeah, more yeah. days to be a piece of shit. Just make the choice. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be a big one. It can be a little one, but it's like that accountability and like it's it's hard. And, and this is kind of also what I wanted to say is like, because in order to be accountable, you... You can journal. You can do these things. You have to apologize to people. You have to you own have to, what you've... You don't have to be accountable, though. You do. Yeah, I think yeah. so. In order, I'm saying in order to be accountable, in order to move past all those things that have happened, you need to be accountable. You need to own up to what you have done. You can look at it from a million different angles. You can explain yeah. why you did the things that you did, but you need to own up to what you did. And I think that that was one of kind of like the last like restraints that I needed to break free from was like actually owning and speaking on the things that I have done, which is why I've, I've shared, terrible stories about myself I do not feel good about sharing that story about that guy I fucked from work I do not feel good about sharing stories of like past things you know but those are all things that we have done and it's like how am I supposed to sit up here and be like oh my life is all hunky-dory and this is the magic rule book there's still things. there's like the accountability of like oh that day I could have done that a little bit better maybe I won't do that next time and that's the change exactly but that's the thing is like okay so if you have a day that's not that good flip it Flip it. Be accountable. Be in control. Don't just let shit happen to you and be like, oh, poor me and like all this bullshit. Take accountability. Are you hanging out with shitty people? Are you engaging in shitty behavior? Are you being a piece of shit? Are you not taking care of yourself? Are you not showing up for yourself? Are you lying yeah. to yourself about what you want Are you, want lying in life? To Are you putting... Other people's expectations and beliefs, and I know how hard it is to break away from those, you guys. It, it's not to say I don't, but are all those things happening before you're actually looking inside and you're wondering, why does this shit keep happening to me? Look at the world you're living in. It's chaotic and it's not authentic to who you Nile. are. Build your life up and your life, there will still your tires will still need to be replaced. Your oh, windshield yeah. wipers will still need to get done. That sink, it'll still flood. That toilet, it'll clog. You'll hit traffic one day. You might get zero on a tip, but
0: overall, Somebody's gonna die in your life. None that of that shit
1: love. matters. Like when you're authentic and showing up yeah. for yourself, it all fucking falls away.
0: You you will wear a rain jacket. You know, once you actually are in your purpose, like you're saying, and and you're not allowing outside sources to be a reflection point for yourself, it's like you're wearing a rain jacket every day and. It doesn't matter. Your skins are repellent. You know, you know your truth and what's underneath is you and everything else will just wash right off. Like it just will wash right off. Yeah. Like I'm blessed. And I feel like I live in a raincoat with like fucking hood up. And I'm like, try me, bitch. Like, even if a car comes by and sprays me, they're gonna be like, eh. And Mine's, I'm gonna be like, guess what? I'm dry, bitch. I'm dry. Mine alternates external.
1: between like a raincoat and like one of those like flimsy ponchos where it's like, oh, okay, I'm For still sure. getting kind of affected by this. I could be better prepared. <laughs> yeah. But like, okay, yeah, we're no, okay. Totally agree. Like, we're uncomfortable, but we're okay. I'm holding
0: an umbrella. That's it, actually. That was a side swipe, a side swipe where it's like, ah. But also what you were saying one point that I really want to drive home before we wrap this up is um, if you're a person that will be a person that apologizes. So it's like I always want to be a person that apologizes if I – because I know I'm going to do it. I'm going to have to do it or I'm going to be carrying that weight. If you are a person that's going to – because that's called accountability, like if you have to apologize on that you actually have to live your life differently because having a conversation of apology is so cringe a lot of times. And I mean, at least for me, it's I, humbling. That's, it's humbling. It's humbling. I have an ego. So it's like, every time I apologize, I feel so much better and I'm going to, because I'm, I'm not going to operate that. That's also part of like the 12 step program of AA, which is, which is one of the biggest steps of recovery. Um, I was listening to an addict talk about it and he's like, dude, I, and it brought full circle for me. He's like, dude, like the one step of AA that has really helped me is the fact that I have to apologize to everybody no matter what, even if it's the smallest thing. So say your barista fucked your coffee up and you're like, dude, can you not do that? You have to turn back around and be like, hey, Sorry, I just tweaked on you for no reason. Because guess what? Alcoholics and addicts' brain will just be like ten minutes later, we'll be like, "I need a fucking, I need a fucking joint, I need a fucking this because I did that." And that's subconscious, you know. When you're carrying that weight, because you're and like you're unintentionally
1: hurting people. Like you're not, you're yeah. you're reacting, you're not responding, and yeah, that's that's not, the difference. Like that.
0: Yeah, yeah An addict or not. So, but this is the one point that I really love that I want to drive home is that he was like, "So my life." being that person that's going to awkwardly have to turn back. He's like, I've been on set before and somebody tells me a direction of something. And I'm like, nah, I'm not going to do that, man. Like that doesn't make any sense. And he can tell that that person's like a little off put that he's like, and fucking two hours later, I'm sitting there eating my lunch, but I'm an addict. So I got to turn back around and shake the guy's hand creepily and be like, dude, sorry. I kind of came at you in the writing room. And he goes 90% of the time, Ninety percent of the time, the person people are, are like, "Oh, I didn't t- think it like that." I didn't. I didn't think about it. Me, but that's oh my our God. lives. That's oh our lives. God. We're the ones carrying it. It's not the we're other the people. addicts. Well, I mean,
1: we are the. I've had to own up so, to that as well on this
0: podcast. Yeah, so, so I was like, I was like, I love, I love that narrative and perspective because ninety percent of people really doesn't matter. You're apologizing for yourself, but it doesn't matter. Living out of the fact that you're going to apologize for action is going to make you such a better person. You're going to carry yourself differently. You're going to have a different weight to you and you're going to give love to people that they deserve. And that's beautiful. You're going to give love to people that they fucking deserve. They deserve to be loved and they deserve compassion. Everyone does like, I don't even care if you fucking hate them, give them love and compassion, be the only person that gives them love and compassion. So they know how much of a fucking piece of shit they are. You don't know how shitty you are until somebody gives you love and compassion and you don't know how to deal with it or you've never seen it.
1: Remember you know. at the beginning of this podcast, we were like 20 minutes in and I was like, okay, so let's get over to femininity. And you were like, but what aspect of femininity are we talking about? Are we talking about energy and like how it impacts people and like how you carry your life through femininity? Or are we like, we talking about what femininity means to us. And I was like, I don't know. We're going to see what happens. And we magically just hit on both of those. Yeah. That's why we're good at what we do. That's why we're good definitely at what we hit do. On,
0: definitely hit on both. But I feel like the overarching theme of femininity is going to bring you into avenues of like obviously how it correlates into how you carry yourself because the energy behind femininity is what also attributes to how you're going to carry yourself. And I I think that it's also it's
1: it's not something that you even begin to necessarily understand until you're in a point where you're safe. Um if that makes sense. That no, like safety it's, it's is very crucial for femininity. It's it's very it's very hard to even consider um you know doing doing that until yeah until you your nervous system your life you know everything is safe and then you're allowed to step into who you are and I think that that is a huge part of it femininity and masculinity is the sense of self and the sense of self-awareness safety and the sense of safety and of what is making your body feel good and allowing you to just flow and what is causing you to what's causing friction and if something's causing friction, is it causing friction in the sense of it's causing growth or is it causing friction because it's toxic or detrimental? Like what, what's going on here? Um so with that yeah. all being said, you guys, thanks for uh riding with us today. We appreciate it. Um it's we've a been to fucking Saturday, it's not it's raining, so it's so nice. It's so fucking beautiful outside.
0: Dude, we actually have to appreciate nice days now, which is shocking for us. So callers. Like it's been really shitty. This this is the worst winter I've ever seen in my California years.
1: Yeah. It's all been four pretty...
0: all four or so of them. I've never seen anything that's shitty.
1: They've been pretty wet, I'm not gonna lie. They've been pretty. This gnarly. has
0: been it's been wet and in dark. It's been dark.
1: It has. Um but and it, it's it's been really is... bringing me back home. You don't appreciate the light until you have the dark. Um you don't appreciate the good without home. the bad. You don't appreciate the 90 degree weather without the 40 degree weather um so i cannot yeah. fucking wait for the sunshine to start kicking back in although i think I know, it's do gonna rain start getting so sunny week. and then
0: i'm flying home for a week and it's gonna just be drear
1: no i think it's uh it's supposed to rain next week as well
0: i'm flying home in two weeks april gross. is like gloomy, so city
1: gross well best of
0: luck so thanks gloomy. for tuning
1: in you guys um, so you know where to find us same place different time my Instagram is at fbG grace is at gracie.makura. we are at you down to ride share this with some friends or don't I don't know maybe this is a more personal episode for you but you should share it um, we appreciate it um I actually I want to shout out so you guys uh Hayden Von Allman, he has he created our intro song um he has uh He's a family friend and he also has always just been a really cool dude. Um very empowering empowering of those around him and um breeds a lot of like confidence and like I remember when I was talking to him about starting this podcast he was just like absolutely like this is like very very supportive from the jump. Um he's just released an album on Spotify itunes music and i'm fucking with it so heavily so you guys if you are dope. yeah if you're out and about if you need some new music hayden's just released an album and uh we'll have it linked in our description so i'm trying to find the name of the album right here it's called nine six seven six one it's 10 songs so and area uh, code no not that not the area code for where we grew up but um but yeah go check code. it out give them some support we, we ride hard for those, um, that are doing cool shit authentically and who are just creating their craft. Um, so like I said, his Instagram, will talk that as well. And
0: thanks for riding along with us today. Thanks guys. I think just take that time for like some reflection on that feminine energy or masculine energy. It's cool to like figure out where you lie with that. Cause it will bring some clarity to you. So I hope this was like you know, a reflection point and have a good rest of your week. Thanks for listening and share this with some people. Stay blessed. Peace. Peace. Dude.
1: I didn't hit record.
0: You're actually just kidding. (laughs) I'm like too tired too that I was like I'm still taking a nap. I literally, I literally just that go would I'm have still taking sucked. a nap. Sucked. That would have sucked. Still so taking hard. a peaceful nap. That's I so funny. Was like,